I just had to do that for you, buddy. I appreciate it. <laughs> Welcome to the Channerant Podcast, everybody. This is a special edition of the Channerant Podcast because uh, Josh isn't here, and I had to come up with some way to do something. So, <laughs> in true Channerant fashion, I panicked and uh, invited one of our friends to come on the show and uh, do a little thing. So, uh, our special guest today, if you didn't hear him in the background... Uh, Old uh, McGruffin himself, the one and only, <laughs> Mr. Sean Cahill. That's right. What's up, man? <laughs> How's it going, buddy? Super. So I thought we'd do a little, uh, I thought we'd try to copy Andrew Douglas, because, you know, and do like one of his style interview type things, you know? Only, if we did that, I, we might fall asleep in the middle of it. So, uh, <laughs> so we're going to shorten it by a lot, I hope. Good, good, good. <laughs> I don't have that much interesting thing stuff to talk about, so. No, no, no. You're a boring motherfucker. That's for yeah. Sure. <laughs> so, as far as things go, I mean. Oh yeah. Speaking of that, this is a uh, explicit podcast. I just said motherfucker, but that's okay. Uh, so to give you a little bit of warning here, we do say a lot of terrible shit, and Cahill will probably talk about penis a lot. Uh, he tends to as much as possible. Yeah, yes. yeah. He is a fireman after all. So, <laughs> but so we definitely want to warn you about that. Cahill, go ahead and say fuck for us. Get it out of the way. Uh, your language is offensive, <laughs> sir. <laughs> uh, but. So uh, just a couple Ooh. quick things to get it out of the way. <laughs> uh, you can uh, review the show on iTunes and Stitcher and, uh, I don't know, Google Play. What do you listen to this show on, Kato? Uh, podcast deal, whatever it is on iTunes. Oh, I thought you were going to say something funny like, I don't listen to this show. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, well, I guess that? that's more accurate. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you can also send in uh, emails, voicemails to be played on the air, which I have none this week. Uh, again, I have no setup here whatsoever. We're basically recording uh, on my computer. And uh, But, yeah, you send in an uh, email to chanaran at gmail.com. If you want to do a voicemail, just uh, record your voice app on your phone and send it to us. Uh, you don't need to call a number. What do you, what do you think this is, radio? Yeah, this is not a legit program. <laughs> no, so not even close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what, what makes something legit. Like, we technically have an a advertiser, so does that make it legit? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I guess that does. Uh, you have to be careful about making it too legit as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're, we're definitely then you can't quit at all. So. Right. <laughs> oh, I think about that every day, buddy. <laughs> if you make it too legit, one, uh, you have to show up more consistently. Right. And, uh, right. <laughs> and then you have, you potentially they have, they can tell you what to do and say and stuff a little bit that's, or, or that's they can the influence you. Yeah. The influence for sure. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah. Uh, Kale, have you seen your Cahill's corner shirt at channerant.com? I, I did. I did. I figured, that you guys would just send me one and not be the penny pinching SOBs <laughs> that you are and try to charge me for it. But apparently, I'm just going to have to order it. <laughs> Dude, tell you what, I will send you one uh, for, for doing this uh, thing with me and helping me out. 
I, I feel special. <laughs> but uh, if you haven't seen it, go to the Chanarant.com store and you can see Cahill's shirt. And then there's some new one that I don't remember what it is. It's like fuck off or something like that. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I never, Seems appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, and then of course you can become a Patreon at patreon.com slash Chanarant. Uh, help support the show and uh, two douchebags uh, saying fuck on the radio. So, I mean, and now a third one now that we have Cahill. So, so. <laughs> And especially most stand, stand in douchebag for the, for the week. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so most importantly, invite your friends to listen to the show, but definitely warn them ahead of time. Uh, so yeah, that's yeah. all. That's all the nonsense we had to get out of the way. So, Kale. Yeah, man. This episode is going to be affectionately titled "The Story of Us." <laughs> <laughs> that's so cute isn't it though yeah i came up with that about 10 seconds ago all right well that's when <laughs> most good ideas happen absolutely when you absolutely need it like last yeah. second right? last second last second <laughs> that reminds so. me did you see the uh, meme going around the internet yesterday about uh thomas jefferson or no it was wednesday excuse me and it was no. like it said like it had a picture of Thomas Jefferson and it said July third and it says like oh, oh shit, shit that's due that's tomorrow, tomorrow. <laughs> the story of my life right there uh, the story of most of our lives I assume. and most people in pipe bands I would bet like uh, it's the story of yeah. like Josh when we're in Ireland like learning the music while we're at band practice like, I'll get that tomorrow yeah. <laughs> I'll get that don't worry about it yeah, I don't need don't to do it ahead of time yeah. no that's crazy talk <laughs> crazy talk no the only memes I keep seeing floating around is the. Uh, uh, what is all these ones with the Air Force or the... Oh, that the, one. Those are great, too. Oh, my God. The, you know, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, George Washington stuck or the Battle of the Baggage Claim and all this. <laughs> They're so good. The, this thing that's amazing about what's happening right now, what, what that latest gaffe he said, is that... Like it's Republicans and Democrats alike. Like everybody is. Oh like, yeah, everybody's jumping on I'm that because like, it's freaking hilarious. <laughs> it is. It is so funny. Yeah, the one the I, memes, I <laughs> the memes are incredible. <laughs> the yeah. one I like the best is the one of George Washington with like sunglasses on. It's like, how come you didn't uh, see see him or whatever? Is like, or how come they didn't see you or whatever? And he's like, because I was inverted, and it's got that whole top gun. <laughs> <laughs> the top gun one. <laughs> Have you seen it? It is so funny. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's freaking awesome. Ah, the internet's great. Which uh, reminds wow. me, some of our uh, uh, what do you call it? Like regular listeners to the show are freaking hilarious, man. Some of them come up with the most amazing shit. Uh, like the memes they come up with, and then of they're, course they're true. They are true artists. I'm gonna yeah. just go on record as saying some <laughs> some of really the stuff. I did see something from Brad for you with all the uh, alphanumeric text messages that yeah, you used to do. Did you, did, you, did you spell it out on there? Yeah, I had to go translate it. Did okay. You, do okay, you know what it yeah. is? Oh, I'm, I'm aware. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> I got about, me... about two words into it, and I'm like, oh, I oh, know where this, this is going. going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he calls me a C-word, ladies and gentlemen, which is typical yeah. for Brad. But um, yeah. I mean, he means it in the best possible way. Yeah, he or, means it. Or not. I, mean, I, I think he means it. I think he means it in like the British American way, not right. the Australian. Affe- affectionately. Yeah. So uh, yeah, did you hear about that whole nonsense? By the way, the whole no. uh, trouble we got ourselves into with uh, Stephen McWhorter. Oh, I just heard grumblings, and I'm like, well, if anybody can do it, one of the nicest people in pipe bands, uh, it would be you. <laughs> you know, if anybody you, could you offend, Josh. <laughs> yeah. If, if anybody can offend. You know, not just the nicest guy, but like a legend in the uh, oh, yeah. pipe oh, yeah. band world. Yeah, we did it's, a great. It's got to be you and Josh. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, it's surprised pretty- by this? No, 
Not, not <laughs> in the least bit. I like to think we're, we made up for it, I hope. Um, you know, go take a listen to last week's episode. Last week's episode is the uh, the apology episode. That's the is apology that episode, the... yeah. yeah. It was very good, very good. Um, we we did a good job, except for, uh, again, the, the intelligence and comedy of our listeners was just amazing. So <laughs> they didn't help us at all, I don't think. But Well, probably not. No. Probably not. <laughs> so anyway. what, are fr- what are friends for? So. Oh, absolutely. Speaking of that, <laughs> you and I have been uh, busting each other's balls for what? Uh, 17 years? 17, 16, 17 years now, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, which goes to show how intelligent I am that I haven't tried to abort this relationship <laughs> at some point. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. You just used the, the, the terrible word abort. You can't say that. I, you can say abort. It's when you add the un uh, or shun to it that people get a little uptight. So. <laughs> That's when it gets offensive when you add yes. shun? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so. boy. <laughs> so we're going to stay away from shun. Schmishmorshin. And- <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, so uh, how did we meet? Uh, uh, through one of our mutual good pals, uh, Poleski, at the Carlsbad piping school there in scenic, beautiful Carlsbad, California. Yeah, right on the beach there, right? We went, right on what, the beach, yeah. What year was the that? The Army, like? Navy, Academy deal, yeah. Um, 2003 or so? Three, three or four, yeah. Yeah, so that yeah, sounds about yeah, right. I think I had about a year in, into learning, and this was Fusco pre-beard, so he was a lot... <laughs> uh, but he was a lot less of an asshole, really. I don't know what happened to him in these... In these seventeen years, but there's some bad things went on with Andy, so <laughs> we really of, can't blame him. We got to know what the background is to to what of, soured him. Other than I think maybe the beard kind of has its own personality, and then Andy oh, just kind of follows along with that. So. It definitely does. It's its own thing for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he used to be a nice guy back then. People yeah. still like me. Uh, People liked you. You had nice things to say. <laughs> I still had hope back then. I was still like a oh, bright-eyed, yeah, bushy-tailed, yeah. like piper, like thinking this stuff had been so much beaten fun. down by the piping world at that point. Yet is that no. is that what we're to believe? Yeah, it was still exciting. I like I still enjoyed playing Amazing Grace at the time, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. liked listening to like rock bands with bag, bagpipes or whatever. Right. Until <clears throat> I became a traditionalist seaward. Uh huh. Uh huh. I, I understand. <laughs> I, I fall into that same camp. Well, I believe there is room for everybody. It's just not my cup of tea, as it were. So yeah, yeah. So we uh, we met at that school. We uh, we were about the same place. I was probably two years in, maybe at the time or so. And uh, what the hell did we? I bet we learned banjo breakdown back then. That's probably. Oh, dude, I don't remember what. There was a whole. Uh, who was our instructor? Was it Jimmy Young? I believe it was Jimmy Young. Yeah, I was going to say Jimmy Young. Yeah. Previous to him passing away, nice guy, uh, very, 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 very old. <laughs> uh, he was very old and, and a bit old school in his teaching. I remember I tried to help one of the other students, and he yelled at me for it. So. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's like, only so one way. Yeah, I was so embarrassed. I'm like, oh my god, I'm an idiot. I'm so sorry. Like, I'm way too new to say anything to anybody. So. Right. Exactly. He's like, there could only be one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but nonetheless, good good instructor. I learned a lot. I mean, in, in that first year, I think that school is where I learned how to sight read music. Because up until then, I think I'd been writing the letters under each note. Oh, still. no way. Really? Yeah. yeah. Jeez, yeah. dude. I didn't, I didn't know you were one of those. Oh, yeah. That's the... 
it's the start when I when I got sick of doing it. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to learn how to do this here because it's really annoying to have to do to do all that. So, so yeah. you you uh, you weren't a musical person. You never played an instrument before bagpipes back then. Nope, nope, never had any kind of uh, music lessons in school. Um, when I was in school, band was still kind of the like uh, you know there was it was still very eighties and eighties uh, movie esque where it was jocks and nerds and <laughs> in between. So I did play some sports. So I wound up falling into the dickhead. I mean jock camp. <laughs> so you were um, you were beating up the band geeks? No, 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 nothing like that. It was just one of the. I, I mean football and uh, wrestling and stuff was always you know. That took up enough time. There was no time to try to be in a band or be a band guy. Ooh, wrestling. Re- wrestling, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like fun. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I figured you'd like it. I figured you probably did your share of wrestling outside of school. Oh, boy, did I. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've heard those stories. Dirtbag Olympics number two or something. <laughs> yeah, uh, so, so you got that going for you. So then what got you into uh, pipe bands? What made you decide, I'm going to learn these, this god-awful instrument and torture myself for the rest of time? So one of the the funny thing about all this is I actually lived in upstate New York in like 5th and 6th grade, so early 80s. Really? Well, how, let's see. Uh, how much older are you than me, right? I'm 43. How old are you? No, 46. Okay, so interesting. Okay, so I didn't move back to New York until I think... 86 because I lived in Massachusetts for a little while. Uh, so I might have just missed you, but where in upstate New York were you? I lived in Clifton Park, which oh my was in god. Albany, Schenectady, Troy area there. Oh my god, yeah. We, yeah. when I was a little kid, little kid, we lived in Malta. I don't know if mm-hmm. you remember that, mm-hmm. which is really close to Clifton, well, pretty close yeah. to Clifton Park. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. and uh, it was a great, I had fun, I had a good time. I mean, we moved around a lot when I was a kid, but I, I definitely enjoyed living there. And, uh, but we had uh, my grandfather had went to the UK and he came back. He brought record, like actual records. Um, <laughs> I know I don't I've heard of age a lot here. But he brought, I've he brought, heard of uh, such things. Yeah, he brought these <laughs> discs back, if you will, it's with music on them. They were incredible, uh, and so I was hooked on bagpipes from that age. You know, like first oh, wow. time hearing them. And I loved them, but I, honestly, I mean, there was no interwebs, so it was, you know, short of maybe catching a band in a parade, which we did not go to parades because my father hated parades. So, mm-hmm. you know, everybody says you love a parade, but not him. No, <laughs> he was not a fan of the parade scene. He probably had to march in a parade as a kid. He's like, yeah, fuck that shit. I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> bullshit, yeah. Uh, so we never actually went to any parades, but... <clears throat> I thought you had to live in Scotland, basically, to learn the, the bagpipes. I thought yeah. it was just, a, you know, that was the only um, exposure to the music that I had was from overseas. So I'm like, well, I guess if you're American, you're fucked. You don't get to learn. So uh, it wasn't until <laughs> 20-something years later when I was on the fire department, we had a member that passed away from cancer, and we were at his funeral, and we had a local fire department band came and played. And I'm like... Me and a few other guys were like, dude, we got to do that. And the rest is history. So, <laughs> you know, as it were. So, yeah. um, I mean, I, I did the typical fireman thing. I got the got the 
pipes, uh, we had instructions, so we started with an instructor, um, mostly because I don't think YouTube was really even a thing at that point. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and was it got, got was it? tunes down. A uh, local guy named Michael McClanathan. Oh, okay. Is he? Um, he's I know him. He's from. Uh, he's the long-haired guy that runs yeah. Arizona Games, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, yep. Yeah, cool. So he started us out with a group of guys from from the area, um, all firefighters, with a big group lesson. Um, I think I stayed there for maybe half a year and eight months, and went, and then finally went to Len. Oh, okay. And then yeah. been going to Len, you know, on and off for the rest of the time, fifteen years or so now, and. Um, I dug it right from the start, obviously, but as as typical service band guys do, is I got you know Amazing Grace and maybe a couple other tunes on the pipes, um, you know where I could play through them, and they didn't sound like hot garbage, but they were <laughs> definitely not what I would consider a good standard either. Would you describe um, them as more like cold garbage? Or? Yeah, definitely like fresh trash, not, <laughs> not like old, stinky, hot garbage. So, um, you know, and so then, of course, at work and you get work commitments, family commitments and tests and different schools and things kind of get put on hold and you just put them away. And then every time there's something you got to do with a funeral or a some kind of memorial or something you brush the pipes off and get them out and wonder why you sound like garbage every time you strike in and you're like man these things sound like crap i hate these things <laughs> and then instead of actually figuring out what the problem is you put them back away and let them collect some more dust till the next time comes around so that that cycle goes on for a while until yeah, you either yeah. go i'm just not going to do this anymore or i'm going to reach out yeah. and get some lessons and try to actually go somewhere with this and improve my playing at least to the best of my ability um and, and that obviously goes with instruction and practice weird yeah I know. how about that I know. Like, <laughs> it, it's, it, if you practice you actually tend to get a little bit better it's a, a bizarre concept but uh apparently there's some some validity to it you know that uh, method uh, you described you ever heard of the joe brady method have we uh, <laughs> I want to refresh me on the Joe the, the Joe yeah. Brady method. Joe Brady has this basic way of incorporating people <coughs> into his pipe band when they're first learning, and essentially, it's when they get the pipes, they start with one drone mm -hmm. and just blow. He like makes them blow one drone for a week and work and works uh, trying to be steady with it, and then two drones, and then he <coughs> he has the drones, but he also adds marching into that at this point. So he has them. He maybe he'll play along with them or set a metronome and then make them march with just playing drones, and this goes on for weeks until they can do it so that the concept is most people are in a big hurry to get to playing something with the channer mm -hmm, and stuff mm -hmm. and then they just fuck it up forever now so he, right. he like he's very specific but um the reason i bring that up is uh the thing you described we we know affectionately as the firefighter method which uh -huh. is uh i won't take offense <laughs> to that <'cause laughs> <I'm gonna> have, <laughs> and you've done it <clears throat> seeing what you're doing well i had like i said i had instruction from the start so when i did start playing I did start with one drone. Um, mm -hmm. Marching kind of came down the road, and that was something when I went to Len because he was running the Phoenix pipe band at the time, so he kind of taught us how to march and right. time yeah. and all that. And yeah. So I didn't just go full. <laughs> I never went full fireman method. 
uh, <laughs> never go full fireman. And never go full fireman. <laughs> but I had some uh, had some decent uh, instructors from the start, and I think that's obviously kind of one of the key elements. Like if you just, I mean, especially now because you can find so much stuff online, um, <clears throat> and obviously just like anything else, there's really good stuff online, and there's some not so good stuff online. So it depends which route you wind up going with it but um so i was fortunate enough to have some guys that knew what they were doing um get us going now whether i practiced what they told me to the letter or i just did what i wanted to maybe two different things but right, um, right yeah. you know that they definitely gave me the good foundation with that stuff yeah so you you ended up going, well, we met obviously at a piping school, and mm-hmm. so you went to a piping school pretty early on. Um, so I went to a couple pretty early on. I went to, and it was another guy that I worked with that was in the our, our, our initial band <clears throat> that I, he searched him out, found him somehow, and it might have even been on the internet that he found him because I think the dial-up was in full swing <laughs> around that time, and uh, um and one of them was what was at the time called the Mastery of Scottish Arts School up in Washington. Oh, is that that and same that, one that is it? Is now, that's one? the yeah, that's the Seabeck one, the C-Bec, Winter yeah. School now. So that's the CAF Winter School now, which is a. I mean, they got every instructor you could want to go get a lesson from is there. They're all all these top flight names, like the the rock stars of the bagpipe world. So. I mean, Stuart Little, Bruce Gandy, uh, Jack Lee, Roddy McLeod, Willie McCallum, Alan Beaumont, you know, you, all of them. Oh, okay. Oh, good. You said, good. You said Callum Beaumont. I was going to say, this sounds like the, the Eagles of rock stars. Like, they're all like 60 years plus. <laughs> There's a youngster in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Callum's there. Okay, we're okay. Good. Yeah, they did that to, to bring down the age average. Probably what they did. But, uh, um, I mean, yeah, they're like superstars, right? So, um, so I went to that one, and at that time, it was it's run by a different guy now. So basically, the same school, but a different guy kind of took over and brought it to where it is today, which is Sky Reichendorfer from Washington. And if you've heard the jig, Sky, mm-hmm. that's that's who it's written after. That's the guy oh, that's, okay. that it's called. So, I didn't know that. Um, okay, is that his uh, name, Sky? Sky, yes. Oh, okay. Um, and so I mean that the this school is top notch. It's crazy, crazy good, fun time. Yeah. But uh, learn a lot. But the precursor to it was the same same group basically of instructors. So Jack was there. This is in two thousand three, maybe even. And Eric was at that school. But it was well. Eric Jack, was at Alistair, every school. Alistair Gillies was at this one. Um, let's see, John Wilson, Mike Cusack. I mean, like the same names, Bruce. Jack, uh, all those guys, mm-hmm. the, or Roddy, Willie, you know, you're like, I mean, I'm young into it at that time, and I'm like, oh, I suck, I need to go somewhere else. So, <laughs> I'm in the wrong place, uh, but excuse me. I did, uh, <clears throat> I did enjoy the instruction and realized that it, was, it could be fun, you know? Sure. And yeah. I think that kind of hits early on, too. If you get it to be a bit fun, guys will continue doing it versus if it's like a job and you dread 
picking the pipes up every time yeah. you got to go practice or go to a lesson or something. It's probably right. Not as not as fun. So, right. well, so, speak, speaking yeah. of not fun, um, <laughs> comp- <laughs> competition piping. Yeah. Are you yeah. a competition piper? So I have competed over the years. I have not for the last couple of years as far as solos go. Uh-huh. Uh, and then I play with the grade three Phoenix pipe band right now in a band. So, right. So yes. let's get your hard take. I heard you got some interesting opinions on this subject, but, uh, competition piping, uh, K- uh, Cahill was quoted as saying that, uh, competition piping hurts the instrument. Cahill comment. <laughs> My comment would be, I don't know what Cahill said that, but it wasn't this one. Like, <laughs> it wasn't Sean Cahill. You sure it wasn't the Aussie broad that was subbing in for me on the corn? Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm just trying to stir up some controversy. Stirring. Yeah, I see what you're doing, but I'm not, I'm not falling for it. You know, yeah. So the answer to that would be never said that. Um, that's fake news. No, but that brings up a, a topic, right? I mean, like... Uh, I think competition, serves- solo... solo competition piping I, i'll watch it all day long like i sit and watch the glenfiddich and everything that's live streamed everything i can get my hands on and um but getting out and doing it is a whole nother ball game and i suffer from some of the worst performance anxiety <laughs> and i think you know that and oh yeah um uh i'm trying i tried different stuff to to work through it i get through sometimes and sometimes i i don't do so well but i'm not gonna quit so so you um how do you uh, let's see. Let me take a step back here. So, as a we we know that basically generally service band people tend to not compete. I mean, there's obviously lots of exceptions to that. But um, do you do you try to um, what's the word I'm looking uh, looking for? Like uh, promote the benefits of competition to like the to the organizations that you deal with yeah absolutely and and um so even the new guys through the fire service we always kind of put it out there as as something they should think about but i'm not you know you force people to do things they're not going to like it so they kind of come to that decision on their own um we've got some younger guys that are competing and and doing well and giving it a try even if it's not going the best they realize they can you know make strides with their their playing and it's kind of the purest form of getting some instant feedback from from somebody that knows what they're listening for you know yeah for sure so you uh geez how many years ago now you you started something called the i don't know if you were alone in this but you could tell us a little bit about the history of it but the arizona fire service pipe band uh this didn't exist when you started obviously right so correct so i think the it was me and a guy named Gary Johnstone that uh, that started it, um, and this was in 2013. Prior to that, we like all the groups in the area would get together for big. So when I say groups, I'm talking every almost. You know, there's at the time maybe a handful of fire departments had of pipes and drums, and when I say pipes and drums, I mean they had like two pipes maybe a side drum and a bass player right because every fire department has a bass drum, right? <laughs> or six um, or six yeah so um uh 
we would get together and play, and what we noticed was people were playing different settings of the same tunes, um, and tuning, there were some tuning challenges and things like that as well, so uh, we had a, a, a very large event take place here in 2013 as well, uh, which was the, the loss of 19 hot shots up in Prescott, which is about an hour north of the valley, hour and a half north of the valley here. Mm -hmm. um, and we had a very large turnout for that, for the memorial service for that, and then for all the funerals that followed. Um, and through that, uh, me and Gary had got together and said, hey, we, we really need to do something about this. <clears throat> to try and make things a little bit more uniform and um, what, you know, what can we do here? Mm -hmm. And it's very tricky with firemen because I say this all the time, it's just that sensitive fireman thing, like egos, you know, eat brains. And um, <laughs> so you have to be very careful about trying to tell guys what to do because um, they don't like that. You know? <laughs> so, and I don't know too many people that do anyways, but so, and this, this thing started out with, we started doing some lessons and opened it up to anybody, any fire department in the Valley that wanted to come, um, at one of the stations and Len was teaching there as well. And mm -hmm. through that, we were able to make some connections with some other guys from other cities and they were running their groups. And so we basically got everybody together and finally somebody said we just need to standardize this and make it one big deal and so i think in 2000 late 2013 we we had a meeting and kind of formalized that we'll, we would do this and now we're 501c3 and, and a kind of a parent group but what we what we do we don't tell anybody they have to do anything we don't tell them how to do their business we just support the groups and we support them through um educational opportunities whether it's scholarships to go to these piping schools or every once a year we have a, a, a two-day workshop that we bring in some instructors for yeah and we keep the price on that pretty low for the guys so that they can get in and get some good instruction learn a couple tunes um and go back and kind of pass that along yeah i was i was um, gonna bring that up so segue bring, into that yeah, yeah so we you guys created your own sort of piping school almost yeah yeah for for lack of better words or terms for it yeah it's i would call it a piping school at this point it's piping and drumming school right yeah, yeah. um <clears throat> with that we the another note for the the way that the fire service band works is that what we did notice is every every city was trying to stand up a, a band at one point it became kind of the thing to do um and they would get a, a handful of guys but then that's all they'd have so for events they'd have maybe two pipes and a drum or whatever so we right. just said what if we can supply numbers you're still the band it's going to be your deal you'll be out front doing your thing and we'll just support it so it's kind of like a, a mutual aid automatic aid system for for the pipes and drums in the state right. and then fortunately most of the guys like the idea and they're they're on board with it and we're able to standardize tune settings so everybody's playing the same settings of tunes same kind of sets that everybody plays so when we get together we can play more than just the mass band stuff, you know. More than Balmoral? 
more than Balmoral, <laughs> yeah. which I love the tune, but yeah, it, 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 uh, we played that for a number of years because that's all everybody played, you know, um, you know, fast forward into the school. I think we actually did start this even the first year and it was just local guys that did it. Right. Um, and that spun into through, through the, uh, the winter school, the CAF winter school, you know, we made made contacts with Brian Donaldson, and obviously Bruce Gandy's been one of my teachers. Uh, I take Skype lessons or have on and off for the last several years with Bruce. Um, <clears throat> so, what I noticed was Brian had that uh, that uh, military bearing. You know, I haven't been in the the British military for that long, and being a pipe major, mm-hmm. um, he kind of got the same mentality that we need, which is he's great when we're not lined up and joke with you and have a smile but as soon as you're in a formation it's time to lock it up and he'll he'll chew you out if you don't if you're not you know if you're not behaving which is great I like to see him do it you got to actually witness it i've i've heard re, uh i've heard somebody was just recently telling me about him and something he said to somebody once and i thought it was freaking hilarious oh it's it's great like, stuff when he like, ripped, he ripped I, it, I, I'm I like, should write it down i should write it down <laughs> when he's saying this stuff you really like, should this would be like quotes yeah. from, we'll do like a <laughs> jack a jack handy kind of a thing on the show inspirational quote <laughs> um, but but as soon as you're done he's He's just Brian hanging out when you're lined up. He's a pipe major, and you better listen to what he's telling you. So, and <laughs> yes, that's, that structure works well with the fire department. Probably would work well with all service bands because it's a you know fire department, police, paramilitary organizations. There is a chain of command and a structure that way. So it, guys just respond well to it, and he does a great job with it. But so he started coming out to the to the uh, school few three four years ago possibly this might yeah. be his fifth year um and, and, and i'm your terrible guys, with dates like too so don't quote me on these dates the guys love them the guys does. absolutely okay. love them yeah that's he is one of the the main draws to get people in here because they they enjoy working with him oh cool um <clears throat> go ahead i was gonna say i would think they would resist some i mean other than he draw he brings the respect of being in the military and stuff uh but <laughs> you know, firemen, yeah. police, especially, hate a quote unquote civilian telling him what to do. And he, I mean, he's former military, obviously, but right. um, so maybe that that changes. And I things. think that's and where... he's so harsh, though. I've heard it. Right. <laughs> he's so insanely harsh. Harsh is not. That's not a fair word. <laughs> it's not harsh because if you're and and so fire service wise, we are a lot looser paramilitary than police possibly Mm -hmm. um yeah so like quite frankly most of us have a hard time uh staying locked up and not kind of cracking smiles or jokes when we get the chance right so like if he's tearing into somebody like it's the hardest thing to do is just to not laugh like (laughs) (laughs) right at the person that he's messing with and because that's so that's like it's almost fire fire station behavior anyway is like it's the the if you find a weakness or you find something drop a drop of blood in the shark tank kind of thing and it's (laughs) it just it's it it meshes really well with everybody there so that's why i think he's been successful is because number one he's got the resume yeah um and then secondly the guys enjoy obviously with the the thick scottish accent um and getting yelled at it's not as bad as 
if I was sitting there yelling at you for the same thing. You know? right, right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So <laughs> They can't really uh, understand what he's saying yeah, anyway. They're not understanding so. <laughs> half of it, and the other half is so funny, they're trying not to laugh like <laughs> as they're getting chewed out. But the point is getting across, too. So they're, while it might be funny and it might be you get a joke out of it or whatever, like somebody's going, oh, yeah, we shouldn't do that. I shouldn't do this or I shouldn't do that. So, And then, obviously, that's... He's not just putting you in a formation and yelling at you all day long. He's teaching as well. So um, the guys do really well with it. So we've done that with him for the last several years, and we've added some instructors um, along the ways. We had um, some local guys come in and help. Will there from from the Phoenix band, uh, Jim Ryan, before he moved back to Maryland. Yeah. Uh, to Maryland, yeah, and. Um, they all they all fit in real well, and the guys like like them. They have you know their their styles work for what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you guys have definitely grown. I've noticed that. I've seen. I've kept an eye on it over the years. Just mostly just in posters that you guys post when you're advertising. It. But it's like you keep adding teachers, so that must be getting bigger. If you're right, <laughs> right. So we so. yeah. So we we added a um, another instructor a couple years back, which was. Um, Donald McBride, um, and the guys love him because he's just fun, um, mm-hmm. and he's a good teacher. And so this year, unfortunately, Donald has had, won't be able to make it for personal reasons, and we'll keep him on the books if he's ready to come back. We'll bring him back. When is your uh, school this year? First weekend of August. So we finally got to a point where we were kind of jumping around in in the summertime because we're trying to. Offset events and sure, yeah, it's the um, hard part. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> planning it's, yeah, trying to not step on any toes of any other um, schools or Highland games that are going on in the area. So we just decided to do first weekend of August every year is what kind of works for us. Um, so yeah, so Don will be coming, and then we have a mutual friend of ours has a connection with Glenn Brown, and Glenn has volunteered his service to come out and help us out. Obviously, oh, you know, cool. bring him out and take him to a baseball game and stuff like that. But he's <laughs> basically doing it for free. So, um, oh wow, yeah. So when you get that that kind of uh, talent you know to come out and help out like that it's it's really cool and and i think the guys will have a good time with him too um that's awesome so So, uh, glenn and brian will be the kind of lead instructors and then we have a couple other instructors a guy named bill horn from new mexico and then will thayer will be back again this year so yeah it sounds like uh, you guys are doing some good stuff over there that's uh, a good example of how to uh, get it done? I think uh, you, know, you got to start somewhere. You just you kind of threw something together and it it grew. But you know, getting the right people in the right place to do things, I think it's really important. You know, you right. find the that's, right personality for the people you're dealing with. You know, that's uh, absolutely a key to that. Is is you know, you surround yourself with people that are as motivated to to see something success be successful. Yeah. Um, and it kind of just works um you know we got a guy from mesa named sean johnson that's just all about it does a bunch of stuff chris probably from chandler um, matt cotini is our drum sergeant for the band and he runs all the drumming right. uh, stuff and he's you gotta find he's the... huge he's huge into this workshop like this workshop yeah. is what it is now because he's put so much time and effort into this oh that's great um, yeah. 
you got to find the right personality and the right sucker to take oh, on. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Cahill yeah. is your sucker, people, yeah, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, yeah. I have a, a hard time saying no, apparently, is what Obviously, I think yeah. what, what, what it boils down to. Yeah. But uh, We tried to do... You a, know, it's, it's a part of it is passing. Like, I, I just have a just downright love for for pipes and drums like there's no getting around it like I'm, I'm a nerd about it and i don't care it's it's what i like i'll listen to the music all the time it's playing on my in my car if i'm driving around i'm listening to pipeline right. broadcasts and all that stuff and, and chatterant <clears throat> of course chatterant um, no never <laughs> never that one uh, don't, don't try to sneak that into the mix of good stuff <laughs> come on man help me out <laughs> um you know so all I my, my intention on that was always just to pass to try and pass on that that love of the music. It's not just about getting a, a uniform and playing Amazing Grace and that's service band kind of. That's I would tell you that the majority of service band members heard Amazing Grace played at a service, whether it was a memorial or a, a funeral, and that's what got them hooked. And they're going, well, I want to do that, right? Mm-hmm. So that's their intro to it. The trick is to expand that into like hey check this out i know you like that tune and you'll learn it hopefully you don't get too sick of playing it um yeah well uh, i mean you definitely 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 got sick of playing it because of what we play it for so sure um but you know there's so much more there's so much more music that there's out there that so it it doesn't grate on your nerves like say uh rakes and mallow No, yeah, we all know that. And what's here's the best part about rakes is (laughs) the guys in the band know. Then I have not made it secret that that's probably like the uh, nails on a chalkboard tune for me, right? Um, And they know, so they play it. Oh yeah, all the time, just because they know I don't like it. So that's that's what this is that fireman weakness. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, the. They know the, the drop of blood in the shark tank. They're like, "Hey, rakes, let's play rakes." Yeah, oh, everywhere, everywhere we go, it could be a funeral. They'll be like, "Let's play rakes." I'm like, "Oh, God, we should shut up." Yeah, no, I get, I get the same thing. People like to play mm-hmm. the tunes I hate all the time. I keep hearing Cullen Bay everywhere I go. Like somebody will like strike up and play it, and I'm like, "God damn it!" <laughs> He's like, oh, Who is doing that? <laughs> or somebody? I was Daryl was in town once, and I think he got it confused. But I hate this one too. But um. What's this one? Scotch on the Rocks. I also hate that fucking tune. So he started playing that. It's such a terrible tune. And but I think he thought. I mean, I never mentioned it, but he started playing that. I'm like, dude, why are you playing that? He's like, because you hate it, right? Like, well, yeah, but that's not Colin Bay. You're welcome. I thought he was trying, but maybe, maybe because I used to play in a band back with Daryl way back, and maybe, maybe he remembered it from back then because I hated it back then. Too. I don't know. But. Oh, that's freaking funny, dude. Yeah, and that's that's typical. And that's I don't know where the rake, the love of rakes came in for these guys. Um, and I don't know that anybody outside of the fire service would even be able to tell you what the tune is. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like the same notes over and over and over. I, I suspect nauseum, it's like. I suspect it's just because the drummers get to go nuts so they feel like rock stars right, and they get to dance right. around like monkeys or something. But it's also yeah. like, you know, I, I think you hate this movie but it's, you, you know, the Notre Dame band plays it in like Rudy. Oh, okay, that's right. where it came. Now, never mind. The mystery has been solved. So I, I would have got bet. away with it too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would bet it has something to do with that. I would, uh, I would bet. <laughs> I would bet. So... 
Um, but yeah, we try to do something similar here. Obviously, bringing Jack Lee out a bunch of times. Well, Jesus, I can't even tell you how many times we've had him out in the last year. Uh, you know, trying to get the right person to motivate the people, blah, 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 the whole thing. Sort of similar to what you guys, I mean, did with your school in Arizona. But, um, but that brings me to sort of uh, something you also do on the side of one of your many jobs is uh, your wasp of a representative, correct? Yeah, so I am actually the president of the desert branch of the Western United States Pipe oh. Band Association. Oh, uh, Mr. President, I didn't yeah, realize yeah. you're my president. So that's how you've been talking to me this whole time. <laughs> I, 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 forgot, I did not realize you were my president. Yeah, and that that's those those spots are very similar to. <laughs> Maybe not at the uh, you know the the executive level of the Wuspaba, but like uh, the branch level, I have a sneaky suspicion goes something like, uh, "Hey man, who wants to be president?" Oh hey Cahill, will you do that? Uh, all right, fine. If you need somebody, if there's somebody, oh, okay, Cahill's the president. <laughs> That's exactly how it goes in our uh-huh. band, our band uh-huh. like uh-huh. getting yeah, the board exactly. together. It's like, is anybody yeah. willing to do this? Okay, yeah. we'll vote you in. <laughs> right. So yeah, they got vote. You get voted in. I mean, it becomes official and everything. And then once you're in, it's really hard to get out. It's really hard to get out. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but but the, fortunately, like I've been able to get to know Kevin Conquest um, through this stuff, and and honestly, he's he's a solid, solid individual, and I really enjoy working with him on stuff and. <clears throat> And helpful and very understanding and patient individual for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But the so one thing I wanted to bring up about because we always obviously the Chandran is known for shitting on associations, uh-huh. but uh, I wanted to bring up something positive you guys are doing and it relates to Jack Lee. So um, the, at least the Desert Branch. I'm sure other branches are doing other things. I don't know really, but because I talk to you, so I know what you do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't talk to those other idiots. So uh, <laughs> just yeah. Can't, so just can't I take. It. I take no uh, credit for this idea or any of it. So um, basically, an idea got thrown out to do some kind of an educational piece, put on a workshop. I mean, we get a very, very small budget um, to work with. Mm -hmm. Um, So we've had to kind of beg, borrow, and steal some more money to get folks out here. But um, doing a a workshop with Jack, I believe, is coming up in October. And if I was better prepared, I would have had the date for you. To give it a little free. It's October, it's October 5th. Okay. So or that weekend of October That weekend, yeah. So, um, yeah, anyways, that, and then that's actually Teresa Black, who is the new vice president of the the Wuspaba Desert Branch as well, um, right. is, is kind of spearheading that. Yeah. yeah, and... So they used to do this thing. Uh, it's been a couple of years, but they did this thing called Game of Drones a few years ago, and uh-huh. we went Glendale, to that. Yeah, Glendale Pipes and Drums yeah. in Glendale, Arizona. But she's sort of tying it into that a little bit, where she's having Jack Lee out to teach all the bands in the Desert Branch, if you know, assuming they want to come and do a workshop with them or whatever, or this whole big thing, and then tie it into this concept, which used to be called Game of Drones. I don't know if they're keeping the same name or whatever, but uh, so the bands come out and play. Jack will be maybe a judge and with some other people and, you know, it's essentially do whatever you want, have fun with it. It's not mm-hmm. a serious mm-hmm. competition. but It's not, yeah, not serious. It's meant to be fun and I believe it was a fundraiser for their, their band initially right. and I think that they don't necessarily, they've got some other sources of fundraising 
so they don't necessarily need to do that for their, right. their band, but they still wanted to do it because it was fun. They had a good time with it, and right, right. it's very, very low-key, relaxed, and you, you go up and play play some tunes, and, and you know, and it's at usually at a outdoor bar, bar. or something, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. so have some drinks and hang it's you know fellowship with other pipers and drummers and yeah, then so play some tunes and have, have a good time with it and it's great chance I mean, it's to meet a, other bands yeah. like especially if you're not if you're sort of in your own right. world like we are out in Las Vegas like we're not around a bunch of other people it's pretty cool to go and socialize with everybody and other bands that you yeah, well I mean social I've met, time without the pressure of the social time at the beer tent at the games or whatever when you know you got another contest the next day or whatever right. so like there's yeah. no there's no out you know um, external pressure really it's just sure, if you yeah. want to get up and play a little set and it can be literally anything you want to play yep. go for it if you want to just hang out and drink <clears throat> go for it but yeah, and audience uh, vote counts too so yeah. like doing stupid stuff goes a long way <laughs> yeah it does and, and if anybody knows how to do stupid stuff it's Fusco so Absolutely, I, I believe he, <laughs> him and uh, you Josh and Jeremy won that thing a couple years ago right we did uh yeah. whatever it was three years ago maybe or something yeah yeah, yeah so <clears throat> so i mean that's that's a piece of it but the the bulk of that to not be missed is jack lee will be in town to right. do a workshop that'll be at a very reduced if any if, cost if i'm any, not sure yeah. what she's what she's worked out on that yet but um you know and basically the membership of the the branch can dictate what jack's going to teach so right. yeah she's actually asked for like yeah so if people have input, input yeah please uh send a message to the the desert branch facebook page i'll get it to Teresa, or we'll get it over to her um, she's also so looking for input on drum instruction too right they'd like to bring out drum instruction as well and they're still yeah so unfor- unfortunately the the drummers tend to get overlooked i'm not going to pretend like that doesn't happen um, because we start setting these things up and we, oh, we got this pipe instructor and this piping instructor. And then we go, oh, what about the drummers? We probably should get somebody for the drummers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so the tough part is, is to get a drummer that's willing to kind of take the lead on that and find somebody, um, lock in a, a rate right. and, and kind of make it happen. So I believe she's working with some folks on that <laughs> she hasn't enlisted Matt Cotini again to, to so, <laughs> take the lead let on. me tell you what happened with Matt Cotini <laughs> the fact that Matt's still doing stuff for our August workshop is huge um, but Matt basically got blown up a couple months ago at uh, an accident at a battery storage facility here in really? Arizona yeah I mean exactly literally here. blown up yeah literally the, the facility blew up and he was standing next to it so damn dude him, I didn't him and his him and his crew and unfortunately they were all wearing appropriate uh, protective equipment but they all suffered some pretty good injuries so yeah. matt is healing up he's doing well but i think he's pacing himself so i don't think we need to, to bother right. with that. So, no that's fair uh, yeah uh, best of you know luck to matt of course he's a good dude uh, mm-hmm. Uh, wish him the best of course um so we need to find another sucker apparently yeah so <laughs> and it has to be a sucker that's really into it and that's where matt succeeds with stuff is that right. he's very type a when it comes to like he wants things a certain certain right. way so he will do the work to make it 
that way. And that's, that's honestly what you need. You know, like I can come up, like there's idea fairies everywhere. Like, that's great. We've got plenty of ideas. We just need people to actually facilitate oh, yeah. oh, those yeah. ideas. If <laughs> so. only, if only Len Wood was a drummer. Right. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> we could sucker yeah. him into doing it. Yeah. He and does everything Len, else. Even Len is at the point of going, I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. Like I'm, I'm trying to retire. You guys yeah. killing me here. So, um, exactly. You know, and, we, and we keep asking him. Uh, we did make Len an honorary firefighter for the state of Arizona, too, through our state uh, union. And that's, that's a big deal. Like, we don't do that for a lot of people. There's only a handful of people that have been recognized that way. So for yeah, all his services. To I the, saw that. Yeah. That's cool. To the fire department, yeah, he definitely earned that thing for sure. And, he, he got a uh, he, he got a he got an axe, right? You guys give him he that. did. He that's, got that's, he got an axe. That's pretty very fancy. Yeah, very very nice stuff. So that's very exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, but cool. Uh, so anything else uh, about Wuspaba that's interesting going on um, besides you retiring as soon as you possibly can? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, no, I mean to be honest with you, the the executive committee, as it were, just basically hears. Um, like if somebody wants an upgrade they want you solo or bands looking to upgrade or they have a special rule request or something like that that's all that they I think that's the bulk of what they deal with and some of them can be pretty easy and some of them can be a bit lengthy topics of discussion but um, do you have any fun stories about being whistleblower president not not at all <laughs> Next, next There's nothing, question. nothing you want to talk about. Uh, next, interesting, next question. interesting uh, letters. Anything? Uh, nope. <laughs> oh man! Someday when you retire, I can't wait to get you on record with something. Yeah, then, then you can get me with me getting shit until. Then, so. <laughs> uh, well, hey man, I appreciate uh, you doing a thankless job that I would never touch. Not even a million years. I think Josh might want to run is might run for something someday because he's an idiot. But well, that's the point is that it's it's easy to sit back and and I guess complain about how things are. The tough part is actually stepping up and trying to do something about it. Correct. Yeah. To, the way to do that is obviously to get involved. So yeah. you know, volunteer for something, see how it goes, see if you can affect some change. It's not easy. Never is. But um, and then if you know. You hear something or you have an idea don't hesitate to share it with us like that's you know ideas we need and we need some ways of making them happen versus just complaints you know sure yeah, yeah, yeah. well Chatterite's got the complaint part down, so we right. don't need any more help on that. Yeah, we you need people. Have the market cornered on that. <laughs> <laughs> We're we, you know we just I mean we got to get uh, numbers somehow right we just create create and talk about controversy that right else i mean right this yeah, i mean maybe. talking to people in a serious way like this friggin' thing is uh, i mean we're gonna have negative numbers after this one so so yeah yeah well yeah for sure like i actually almost fell asleep myself talking, so. Um, so listen like that's the best way to market this is to tell people that hey if you're looking if you're tired you're not you can't sleep Let's just throw this on. Yeah. If you're a fireman and, then, and you're yeah. sitting in the chair watching TV and you just need uh-huh. to take a nap before. Uh, here we go. See, I, I picked up on that. <laughs> yeah, I picked up on that shot, that that, uh, that that little hidden shot that you were trying to take at us there. But I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let it pass. <laughs> hey, man, um, I, can't let, I can't let this thing go on like this for, without, uh, you know, uh, busting balls taking, a little bit. <laughs> a couple shots at your poor, sensitive fireman, buddy. <laughs> So uh, let's see. Let me look at the time. It's, uh, all right, good. So I want to finish so up I, here. Can I flip the script and ask you some questions here? Like uh, you can, except I got about five minutes and I got to win and yeah. a fail to get in. But you're welcome to. 
I'll yeah, try to. So, I'll try to be. I mean, succinct. I can. It's only like it's only one or two questions, really. I mean, okay. Oh, here we go. Um, you know, <laughs> first one would be, yeah. Why are you guys such cons? <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> um, you see, we just want to represent the people of the pipe band world that aren't represented, uh, and those are the cunts. Um, <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of them out there, apparently. Damn. I did not expect that answer, but I can appreciate that. <laughs> there's, there's a shocking amount of them out there because based on the support we received, and uh, we feel like we're, we're throwing spaghetti against the wall. We landed in cunt zone, and uh, it just seemed to work out. So we just, when you got something that works, you, I'm like, we're like, you know, dogs with a toy. We, we just go nuts on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you just ride it till the wheels fall off. Right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, uh, that's pretty much what we do here. All right, well, that that was a very well-thought-out answer, and I appreciate that. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, so how did we wind up being, like, still staying buddy? Like, I know we met at a piping school. I met plenty yeah. of people at piping schools that I don't talk to that much. I mean, I talk to them when I go to piping school. They go back to their lives. I go back to mine, and when we see each other in a year, you know. Right. Um, how, did, how did we wind up? I don't remember where... Well, I think there was a time period where we didn't talk for a while. There was a couple of years because we kind of were learning together sort of similar places. And then there's a period where I didn't go to a pipe school for a long time. And then yeah, I would see you at a games now and again, you know, would say hi or whatever. But then I think really... Was we, it Flagstaff? Flagstaff. We got back in touch because yeah. we went to like 2009, 2010, something like that. We went to the pipe school in Flagstaff. And then, again, we're in the same class. We kind of ended up we were in the same place again, you know. Hopefully gotcha. better. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> then, probably were still shitty. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and, and then it got real, then we got pretty tight after that just because we, we would see each other every year there. And then, um, then I started playing with Phoenix. And then we started having you guys out to Vegas. And, you know, we just got to know you guys. And it was, right. okay. you know, you oh, and yeah. Len and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. And you're you're a proper proper asshole. So uh. <laughs> I, I thank you very much. I've worked hard on that. Now I have plenty of practice with that. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. it's fun. Uh, it's fun yeah. having you having you out. You do gigs for us out here on occasion. Um, you played the, the you played the concert there. with us a couple times. Mm-hmm. You know, you come out for that every year if you're if you're off, just just as a body. You know, and uh, yep. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, All right, I have no idea why I friends with you yeah I, i'm still trying to figure day. that thank you thank you that was i was wondering like i mean let's just be honest you're way cooler than me so i'm like oh obviously and then people when they're like oh you know that fucking fusco i'm like nah i don't i don't know that guy at all <laughs> but like, <laughs> uh but hey we're no, both pipe band yeah. nerds i think yeah, that's really think the that's basis of our friendship is pipe band that, nerdery. that traditionalist piece of it too so and that's yeah. the next piece is what are your feelings on the uh traditional versus some of the rock band oh. type um, pipe music well I, I think uh, my uh, opinion is well documented but uh, <laughs> generally I mean I don't like the rock band stuff so much I mean some of it's pretty s- solid I just don't dig it it's kind of like I don't like jazz it doesn't mean it's well yeah jazz sucks actually but uh, <laughs> but uh, but like the Chili Pipers and the Wicked Tinkers of the World and that kind of stuff whatever um, it's just not your bag huh it, yeah and, and I, I just never really got into it I don't know why um, but the traditional stuff I, I like I didn't start off that way it definitely flipped at some point but I, I my general philosophy is uh, 
you know, that's great for getting people in, but then people still need to learn the right way, quote unquote, the right way. And then they can go back and do that kind of stuff. So I think people like the Pipers or Chili Pipers, excuse me, are doing that correctly. You know, they're all friggin' insanely good Pipers and well-established and all that. And then they go on and do this sort of cheeseball stuff, but hey, whatever, it gets people into it. The issue that shows up is when, you know, somebody shows up for a lesson and then they're like, uh, they want to play that stuff. And I'm like, uh, let's learn the fucking scale first. And then we'll, <laughs> and then we'll maybe some grace notes and something, then we'll figure that out maybe. But it's, you know, or to be fair, it's the same thing with uh, Amazing Grace from like, you get like a service guy, band person that, you know, here's amazing grace and that's mm. they're so hyper focused on that and they can't get over you know that or scott the brave or whatever tune it is you know and right. then it's uh, you know it's 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 difficult <laughs> it, it's very um uh disappointing in the long run you know because you're you're just dealing with so many of people like that that you when you're trying to fill out a band or develop people into a similar style that you're interested in or playing it becomes very difficult so it's uh it can be disappointing and uh, soul crushing at times <laughs> yeah. for sure yeah, yeah i think music in general could be soul crushing if you're trying to learn any instrument it could be oh absolutely at some point so Super, uh, hyper hyper competitive for some reason yeah. i don't know why it's just so is. with with some of that can is that a good segue for the uh fail of the week Absolutely it is. Um, so we do – I did bother to go through the, the effort of doing this. So do you have it pulled up? Because if I play it, you're not going to be able to hear it. But I right. want so your I'm gonna mute, I'm going to mute my side here. Yeah. So I'm going to play it. And you only – once you hear it, you'll hear when they transition from the tune that I told you about into something else. So I just want you to listen to that part. But okay. uh, So for the audience, this is uh, – what is this? Bagpipe Band of Scottish University's Mission Institution from Kalimpong, India. Uh, yeah, I'm back. I'm so, back. <laughs> so this is kind of like pulling wings off a fly. This is almost too easy, too obvious. But I feel like you have to actually see the marching. Oh, I'm gonna definitely gonna put the link in the in the show notes so people can see this because that's definitely a big part of this is <laughs> the dancing. Um, I don't know. What do you think of this stuff like this? First. Um, I mean, what was that tune? Uh, we will rock you, right? And then they it went into we, it was we will rock you, yeah. And yeah. Then the skyboat song, skyboat song after that, yeah. Um, it, it uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna default to you and let you tell us what you thought <laughs> about that because well, uh, I, I am actually wow is really yeah, it's wow. I mean, it's obviously terrible that we wouldn't be playing it if it wasn't. But I struggle with like first off, look at the guys; they're dressed to the nines, right? They're dressed mm-hmm. like a firefighter pants. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, but, (laughs) all right. So, but they look, I mean, they look nice, I guess. Uh, and they're, I don't know. This is like, it sort of falls in line with the chili pipers. I mean, it's obviously a terrible version of that, but like maybe it draws interest. 
Uh, they're playing We Will Rock You. I bet you people in India like this. I don't know. It, it's obviously got awful to our ears, but it's... I don't know. Like, I struggle. Like, is this a good thing or a bad thing? I, I, I don't know. It's... In the dancing, I mean, this looks like the... <laughs> this looks like your average... Uh, you know. I kept seeing one guy take his hand off the scanner and I hold his his drone stock, one of his drone stocks, and I'm going, is he even playing? Is he fake playing right now? It looks like uh, it. As Maybe I know he doesn't like it. Maybe he doesn't like it either. Yeah, no, I, I don't can know. see it. None of them seem uh, to be I will go. Earplugs. I will go on record as saying I do not like it. It's, but I get, I get what you're saying as well. It's like, I, I wouldn't do anything like that, but that don't make it right or wrong. It, but tell me, how, how much would you kill for that many people in your band? Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> Look at the size of this fucking head. Like, yeah. So if yeah, if that's if if you're having that struggle of. Filling, filling spots, and this is what brings the people in. Like, I get the idea, I just, I can't do it. I yeah, I, I, I mean, I, the, the, the giveaway is that they're wearing tartan bag covers, so I don't know mm-hmm. why everything's got to be tartan, but, and obviously, there's a British influence in India, of course, but, like, what the fuck are they wearing? Like, why are they wearing a I don't. I guess we. You say the same thing about us. I don't know. Well, <laughs> Why do we no, wear? It? I don't know. I guess it's yeah, the same fair thing. Enough, fair <laughs> enough. It just seems more ridiculous for some reason. And maybe that's racist to say. I don't know. Is that racist? Probably. It probably seems, seems more ridiculous. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> maybe because they're not white people, it seems ridiculous. I don't know. I have no idea. I think <laughs> you could put any race, color, creed, whatever in that little. That band and it would still look ridiculous. So that's no, a good it's point. Not, yeah. not, that's a good point. Yeah. It's not a, it's not a race based issue. No. <laughs> it's, yeah. a, it's a, uh, it's a, ridic- it's a, or a ridiculousness issue. I yeah. guess like, it's like spats and uh, what is that? But I will also fall back on if that's if that's what you know gets people there and does does a thing for them, then more power to you. I just it's not for me. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm with you on that. So uh, let's move on, shall we? Uh, please, please do. <laughs> please do. Uh, so win of the week, everybody would have heard about this by now, but whether you heard it or not is, uh, um, if you bother to click the link and listen to actually what happened, is the Attorney General William Barr was on the news, what, this is probably two weeks ago now, uh, for playing pipes at a session of Congress or something or other. I don't even know what it was. But he brings in the Emerald Society band of new york city it looks like and oh, he yeah, police new york city police yeah right. and he jumps in and you know he goes behind the stage and then pulls out the pipes and plays along with him and obviously he's like so theoretically i've never heard him play solo obviously but he's used to playing the city of washington pipe bands and they were pretty good so i'm assuming he's pretty good um but this band is they actually sound pretty good so the win is because this this band and, and him bring positive light to piping where you know it's Normally, <laughs> we're so used to like this situation, a band striking up and sounding like this India band, <laughs> and, and we just all like groan because like uh, people are going to think that's what bagpipes sound like. And these guys actually sound pretty good, I think. So uh, agreed. Do you have the link? Do you want to listen to I, it? Or? Yeah, you did not send me that one. No, I'll send it to you right now. So hold on. I'll edit this part out, Kale. Don't worry. Uh huh. <laughs> oh, ding. See, I got your bell and everything, people. Dude, that was fast. <laughs> yeah, and then you got a bell. Perfect. <laughs> so go ahead, mute yourself, uh, take I a listen, and me. listen to 30 seconds. We don't need to go much past that. But.
Okay. Yes. Yeah, I'm back. Um, so, I just watched a 30-second commercial. Oh, no. <laughs> Mine didn't have the commercial. That's interesting. Yeah, okay. so I would tell you that I've heard, I did hear it before. Oh, okay. It sounded cool. good before, so. Yeah, I mean, minus, the only thing, the only issue I have is the feather in the caps of the band, but uh, other than that, it sounded pretty good. It's like a nice, <laughs> a positive experience. Like feathers? <laughs> <laughs> well, not in my pipe band uniform. <laughs> that's you're just a snob. That's for my weekend uh, oh, for your weekend adventures. <laughs> yeah. Leather and feathers. Feather? <laughs> I said but, particularly nice weather. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, this is. I thought this was pretty good. Um, you know, a service band, quote unquote, doing something positive. So, and we're all about service bands here at the Channery Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> we can't seem uh, to get off that subject. For oh. Again with the lies. Again, uh, 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 when you get something that works, you ride it into the ground. So the wheels fall off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I understand. I know. What, I see what you're doing there. Yeah, yeah. And but I, uh, I, I respect it. Hey, yeah, you got to give me credit. I'm, I'm trying to save nice things here tonight. <laughs> a little bit. I can hear the pain with which <laughs> you're trying to say these things, and, yeah. and I would say, yeah, they bring a good light on you know piping to the to the states here and. Uh, like you said, uh, the attorney general did play at a high level with the with the city of Washington. Um, so it's it's just one of those things that is a positive for for pipes and drums, really. Absolutely, yeah. Which we we need more of that, I think. Re- uh, you know, regardless of political affiliation or any of that stuff, it's just positive. You know, a little positive note on that end of things. So. Yeah, the, the, the liberals out there were still hating on William Barr for sure when this was making its way around the internet. But, uh, so but this... They're like, well, he sounded pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> He's a real asshole, but he sounded really good. Yeah. But this did not bring people together like uh, Trump's latest uh, gaffe, as we discussed. Oh, yeah. The show. Yeah. yeah. That's that really was... bringing people together. <laughs> that's, that's my favorite so far. So, yeah. Uh, so, uh, anyway, uh, that's our show for the day. Uh, Cahill, I want to thank you for coming on and helping me kill some time. And, and um, boring your listeners to death. You are welcome. And yes. listeners, you're welcome too. <laughs> I, I think we need to have a vote or a or whatever online, a poll, like whose show is more boring, ours Who is or more Andrew boring. Yeah. If I can be in any contest competing against Andrew and have a chance of winning, this is the one. <laughs> this is, oh, man, this don't is challenge him. He'll find a so. way to, to be even more boring. So I feel like I did my part. So, you know, Andrew, it's back on you. <laughs> you did. Forgotten country. That's right. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, uh, thanks for coming on, and we will uh, see you guys all next week. Josh will be back, I hope. And, uh, <laughs> God, <well>. <laughs> and uh, next time one of us are out of town, maybe we'll get to know some other uh, guest of the show, regular of the show, like Cahill. And uh, we miss you. A lot of people miss your Cahill's Corners. I and, uh, apologize. I've been ridiculously busy between work and some other stuff going on. So, uh I still love you all, and one day, one day I'll be back. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> all right, brother. Well, thanks a lot. All right. Take care. Later.